Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right around the world and through our satellite program providers. If you'd like to send me an email, studio at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV. And our main website where you can find out what we're doing, 724-365 at www.xzoneradiotv.com. The song that I uh, came in with is a band from heaven, a group that was formed by a good friend of mine, Mike McCurley, who, by the way, is one of Canada's, if not the top audio engineer. He has MJM Studios here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And Laura and I had the opportunity of seeing uh, Mike at the Ancaster Fair, for which he wrote the commercial. Fabulous guy, great guy, really down to earth, and uh, one heck of a musician. Hmm, now you're probably saying, all right, Rob, what does uh, an amusement park have to do with the Exxon? Well, we're going to be talking about Halloween this hour, and uh, we're going to be talking to Pete Trabuco. He is the author of America's Top Roller Coasters and Amusement Parks, and, uh, you know, riding a roller coaster has its own level of flight and fright, no matter how much you enjoy them. But you can uh, take that fright to a whole new level come Halloween season. Just about every amusement park in the country has its own version of a frightening, frightful, haunted house adventure. We're going to be talking to Peter about that, who uses his expertise from his book, as I said, America's Top Roller Coasters and Amusement Parks, to break down all of the details for the scariest parks for Halloween in 2016. Joining me now is Peter Trebuco. And Peter, welcome to the X-Zone. 
Well, thanks for having me on. I do appreciate it. All right. I, I have to ask you, uh, are, are you a, a roller coaster fanatic? <laughs> yes, it turns out I actually am. I wasn't to begin with. Actually, mm-hmm. I was afraid of roller coasters, but that changed when my daughter was born and I wanted to get on the rails and, and ride with her as opposed to sitting there holding pocketbooks and stuff like that. Oh, my. You know, I, I, I nah, they're not for me. They're not for me. I'll, I'll be the guy who's holding the pocketbooks, the popcorn, the puke bags, and everything else. But uh, there's just something about turning my body upside down, scaring the hell out of myself. That doesn't go very far in my life. But so many people thoroughly enjoy it. Like, what is the thrill of getting the hell scared out of you? Well, that's exactly it. Basically, you can, uh, you can have that happen to you, and at the same time, know that you're, in the, you're going to be safe, that the ride's going to be over, you're going to survive. Uh, mm. I think it's one in 750 million chance of actually having a fatality there so in a park. So, you know, it's something that you can do. You can face your fear. Uh, I, I was a pilot, and I still fly every once in a while, and I, I still had that childhood fear. Uh, of riding roller coasters, and it took my daughter to be born wow. to change that. But once you're on a ride, once you start to feel that rush, those high Gs, those negative Gs, and all that stuff that goes on there, uh, you come off the ride exhilarated. And I think that's why I would consider myself an enthusiast, uh, a frustrated mm-hmm. old pilot who would like to get back into, uh, you know, feeling that uh, that rush or the, you know. So, and then that's one of the reasons why I did it. Now, you can ask 10 people, and they'll have 10 different reasons why they've done it, depending on, uh, on where they are in life and, and what they I might have so. done in the past. All right, Pete, stand by. You and I have to take our first break. Exonation. <laughs> I, I could just see myself getting off a roller coaster. I'd be the six foot five guy who's green and is wearing everybody else's stuff that they forgot to leave with the guy at the bottom of the <laughs> roller coaster. Pete Tribuco is our very special guest, Exonation. If you'd like to find out more about Pete, here's his website, www.americasrollers.tateauthor.net. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone with our feet on the ground so far in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com.
Shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. Mastery of shamanic skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers a certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th. Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience journey trance, power animals, helping spirits, sacred space, and life purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. All right, explanation. Uh, Pete uh, Tribuco is our special guest of this hour. The website is www.americasrollercoasters.tateauthor.net. That's americasrollercoasters.tateauthor.net. All right, during the commercial break, you know, you, you're kind of laughing at me because, uh, you know, I turn green and, you know, I, I look like the jolly green giant getting off of a roller coaster. Uh, and you said there's actually ways that I could... I could stay my regular color, and I could actually enjoy it. <laughs> Absolutely. I have two questions for you. Sure. When you're on a roller coaster, do you close your eyes and hold your breath? I have never been on a roller coaster. I don't think I'm that brave. <laughs> well, if you do, and if you do, those are the two worst things that you can possibly do on a roller coaster. Closing your uh-huh. eyes causes vertigo when you wake up later on, two and a half, three minutes, four minutes after the ride is concerned, especially if you're riding like uh, Leviathan, or a behemoth over at uh, Canada's Wonderland, uh, you're going to definitely, definitely have a situation there. Keep your eyes open so you won't suffer from vertigo. And if you hold your breath, the one thing I learned is being a pilot and doing aerobatics, you know, loop-de-loop, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, is you want to make sure you scream because you keep the blood up into your upper extremities, into your brain. You don't brown out, you don't black out, uh, and you don't feel as queasy if you do that. So those are two things right off the bat that mm. I tell people, you know, if you're going to go on a ride, keep your eyes open and scream your head off. Where else can you scream your head off without getting arrested? At my house during supper time. <laughs> That's funny. Um, why is it that all the theme parks are now getting into the Halloween? Is this just an extra way to make some cash out of people? Well, you know, beforehand, and we're going back about 20 years, mm-hmm. uh, Halloween was just starting uh, to do this, or they were doing this at the amusement parks, because, you know, amusement parks only make money when they're open. Yeah. And I live in the north. I, I live like you in the north. I live in the New York City area, and a lot of the parks up here in Six Flags and the Cedar Fair parks, uh, uh, they closed down. Uh, and this was a way for a lot of places, including the ones out in Florida, to decide, look, we can make extra money and do something a little bit different. Up here in the north, it was like we could keep the, uh, the amusement park open, maybe not have all the rides running, but we can have most running, change the names of some of them, make them scarier, you know, and basically do this whole thing. And then, uh, you know, maybe add uh, several, I don't know, several weeks or in some cases months, uh, in order to keep the park open, make some money, and go from there. Uh, and that's why the North did. And, of course, down in Orlando and Texas and, and California and the Sun Belt, they decided, well, let's just change the theme a little bit, make it a little more interesting for people. Uh, and it, it, it really, really worked to the point where not only uh, are these parks open uh, you know, during Halloween, but here in the North, uh, they are also open during Christmas and the holiday season. So it has been uh, very beneficial for not only the amusement parks making really good money, mm-hmm. but also the people that want to continue going to amusement parks even after they close or were supposed to close. So it's been, uh, and of course now Halloween is the fourth biggest holiday uh, in uh, in the United States. I don't know about Canada, but in the United States it is. So it has uh, become big business. Yeah, it's it's actually funded by the Canadian and American Dental Society. <laughs> 
you know. That's what, a good one. You know, you can always tell a parent they're going. They're the ones in the store getting the candies and the giant size scraper to scrape the kid off the ceiling with. Um, how has Halloween changed since you were a kid? Well, it's changed a lot, actually. Uh, if you recall, uh, Halloween uh, would come around probably around right around now. I mean, uh, if you recall during the summer, like after uh, Labor Day here in the United States, uh, it basically uh, you saw Halloween stuff already up. Uh, it, it, it wasn't built up the way it is now. You've actually got several months prior to that. I never saw so many decorations. If you go to my house right now, you'll see as many Halloween lights on and ghosts and this, that, and the other thing uh, than there was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Uh, it seems to be a very big business, not just for you know for going on rides and doing different things, but you know all the different mm-hmm. uh, you know places that you go to, you know, all the pumpkin farms and all the and uh, all the farms out there, are, you know, have stuff going on. It's so much big. It's a big business operation. As far as me personally, I don't really dress up as much uh, as I used to. Although every once in a while, I might go to a, one of those parties and and you know just check it out and see sure. if I could still wear that pirate outfit I wore 20 years ago, which which I can't. Uh, but it has definitely changed. It has become big business, as Charlie Brown would say, commercialization. And then that's pretty much what happened, not just with the holidays and, and Christmas, but also with Halloween. You know, with this year's holiday coming up, uh, which parks are offering the best scares, in your opinion? Well, I've got 10 on my list that really, really do well. It's actually a lot more than 10, because if you take... Parks. A lot of these parks are Six Flags and, and, and Cedar Fair operations. So now you're you're actually uh, you know for example Six Flags being my one of my top parks. That is going to be uh, uh, a really good one. But they've got like seven or eight parks uh, that are doing Fright Fest. It's, it's called Fright Fest, and it's uh, just an amazing place to go. You've got uh, of course you got the average mazes. You've got all these different circus acts. You've got rides that are set up to with different names, even though they're the same rides that you can go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, are, there are magic shows and beautiful, uh, just amazing, uh, uh, you know, the pumpkins and, and the way it's set up. Now, the cool thing about, about these Six Flags locations, and, of course, there's one probably near you. I know there's one uh, in New Jersey at uh, Six Flags a Great Adventure. There's one in Texas. Uh, there's one in California, Six Flags uh, over there. Uh, th- there's just many out there. I think it's a total of eight or nine uh, that do this. But what you'll find is you'll find pretty much the same thing everywhere. You'll have ghost and ghoul shows and, and uh, you know, uh, the awakening of all these zombies at a certain time where they literally awaken and then go to their respective spots and respective mazes uh, for people. And it's just a, it's just a great place to go. And, and that's one of my top, obviously, uh, would be, of course, Six Flags and, and their locations. Mm-hmm. Now, Halloween Haunt, which uh, is a Cedar Fair operation, and again, we're talking multiple amusement parks, including Canada's Wonderland, that does the Halloween Haunt, uh, Kings Island, uh, Cedar Point, uh, Kings Dominion. There's, there's so many out there. Uh, Knott's Berry Farm in California. Now, this one is, in my mind, one of the best, because what they do is they take it even a step further, during the day, it's uh, it's perfectly safe to have your kids, you know, go by and have some fun uh, and not worry. But then at night, it gets pretty dark and a lot of things happen. And uh, I've never seen. In fact, I actually sat in once. I was doing a, a television thing up mm-hmm. in uh, up in the uh, Cincinnati area, and I actually had time to interview some of the actors. And I I couldn't believe all the hard work they do with makeup and get everybody in character and literally hundreds upon hundreds of cast members, which I didn't think they'd have, uh, just to be able to go around the park and scare people or get involved in that. So, you know, uh, obviously Canada's Wonderland has got the Halloween haunt. So that's another one. So uh, you, uh, those are two, actually there's more like 14 parks uh, when, you, when you combine both of them that, that really do an amazing job. And, of course, you can't uh, not talk about uh, Orlando because that is the mecca for amusement parks, and you've got some really good ones there. Uh, and feel free to jump in if you like to. Uh, but the one I liked, and again, there's 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 a there's a whole bunch there that that I really do like. Uh, for the kids, obviously, you've got Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which is at the Magic Kingdom. Now, this is not going to be scary. Aww. This is a lot of fun, and they've got a parade that goes along with it. 
with Disney characters. So uh, that's one that's an easy one to go to. You don't have to worry about being totally, uh, you know, your kids being totally scared out of their wits and, and uh, you know, not having a good time on vacation. You know, you've, got, you've been, got to wonder, you've got to wonder what's going on with society with the, the mega success of The Walking Dead on AMC. You've got all these zombie movies, all these horror movies that are coming back and making a resurgence, even though the internet and the social medias are, are out there. And what does this tell you about society? Like, you've, you've had your finger on the pulse of the scared society members for a number of years now. What does this tell you as an expert? Well, you know, you know something? That, I remember the old movies. There was one movie that came out in the late 60s, 69, I think it was, where the, you know, had to shoot the, the, the zombie in the head or where he wouldn't die or, or the dawn of the dead or whatever it was called. Uh, and that sort of like died down in the 70s and 80s. And there was another remake I, not too long ago. It seems like people are infatuated by zombies. Uh, and The Walking Dead. I mean, you find them not just on primetime television, but I can't, uh, I can't t- tell you how many websites yeah. uh, you know, that they have that are basically, these, these are feature TV stars that are actually doing shows. Now, also, the vampire thing was big also. Oh, yeah. You know, that's another one that, uh, that took off. Uh, everybody remembers Barnabas Collins way back in Dark Shadows a long time ago, maybe in the late 70s, uh, early 70s. But recently, I mean, with everything going on, and of course, uh, feature films and, and movies, uh, these two have been, have seemed to have really uh, grown to the point where now if you're in an amusement park, you're going to find these zombies. They're going to be very, you know, they're going to be very similar to what you've seen on television or in, in the websites. And it just seems to, our society is just so, <laughs> and, yeah, they're just so enthralled by zombies or people living after death. I don't know, maybe it's a, a mortality, immortality thing. I mm-hmm. have no clue. But that seems to be where they're going with that and vampires. I, you know, like, I, I agree. You know, here on the Exxon, we talk about vampires. We talk about near-death experiences, out-of-body out of experiences, and, and topics of this nature. And I'll tell you something. I've been doing this show now for 25 years. And I would say the number one topic these days has anything to do with death. I don't know why. I have no idea. I think it's because people are really turning to be morbid creatures. Um, but, you know, the morbid, the, 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 the out-of-body experiences, the ghost hunting, the haunted house investigations, they, these are topics that are still very strong. Well, it's true, and if you go back several years, I mean, you had people like Harry Houdini who oh, were yeah. trying to, you know, to find uh, his mom and, and do all that, and then, of course, later on, he realized. But, I mean, it was, it was very rare that you would find people like that. Uh, in order to find somebody to, uh, to tell your future and, and read your palm, mm-hmm. you know, it, was, it was something that was an oddity. Nowadays, it seems to be, you know, more of the norm. You're finding that people are going to, uh, you know, get their palm read and find their futures and, their, and, and all that type of stuff uh, more often. And, and you're right. I think people are infatuated. I mean, there are classes in school. My daughter just took one in college uh, about, you know, facing death, and she's yeah. in college. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I guess we're more, the public is more aware of, of what is happening now, and that seems to be coming mainstream. Or they're watching too much mainstream media with what's happening in the presidential election, and they figure, oh, this is going to be the end anyway, so we may as well get ready for it. Well, right now you've got Hillary and you've got Trump a mess. They're selling like hotcakes over at the stores. Hey, and not to mention the international phenomenon of clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Scary clowns all over the place. You and I have to take a break. We'll be back on the other side. Exxon Nation. Peter Trebuco is our special guest this hour. He's the author of America's Top Roller Coasters and Amusement Parks. His website is America's Roller Coasters.tateauthor.net. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7, 365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Once again, explanation. If you'd like to uh, find out more about the music we've been playing by Mike McCurley and Band from Heaven, just go to any Google or search engine that you use and type in Mike McCurley, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Explanation. Uh, Pete uh, Trabuco is our special guest, and um, <laughs> what do you see about a guy who loves roller coasters? Who um, he's an expert on amusement park vacations. He is a true-blooded thrill-seeker. He's got a degree in English and speech therapy. Theater media from Keene University. He served as the chief of staff for New Jersey State Assembly from 1989 to 1995. He's a licensed private pilot. He's the author of many national articles included in Atlantic Flying Magazine, Flight USA, and many more. 
and he's the author of America's Top Roller Coasters and Amusement Parks. Welcome back, my friend. Um, Wow, that was a great intro. I'll pay you later for that. It's all right. You know, you've sent me the check. We're okay. Um, (laughs) It's when you send me three Russians and a Filipino. That's when I have problems. Um, Am I going to get in trouble for that one, Craig? You'll take the bullet for me? Thanks, buddy. Uh, How many other parks are there? Like, how about Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Hershey Park? Oh, I tell you something. If you ever get a chance to do Christmas or Halloween, Mm -hmm. it's a good time to hit. We all know Hershey Park is as being the sweetest place on earth. Uh, It is absolutely amazing. You've got 3D rides there. You've got the actual factory that you can go through. It's a simulation of the factory, but it's real. It's very, very good. Uh, And, of course, course you've got one of the best amusement parks. But at nighttime, Hershey Park in the dark uh, is one of the ones that people will go to all the time. Just amazing stuff that they have there, trails, chocolate mm-hmm. world gets set up for that. And, of course, again, you've got the kids' sections, but you've also got scary things going on all the time. Uh, again, another way to expand on uh, the park closing, usually uh, on Labor Day. It continues uh, all the way until Halloween. And then at that point, it, of course, it's, it changes into, into, of course, Christmas. But uh, mm-hmm. it's just an amazing park. What I like about Hershey Park is that, you know, you, you see all the big amusement parks and everything, and this one's getting there. But at the same time, it's got that, that family-friendly culture uh, type of an atmosphere where you can go in and, and you can watch them make chocolate. You can watch them uh, with the kettle corn. Uh, you can hear the carolers on the street mm. and things along those lines. So it, it, it really did uh, absolutely make my list uh, of, of places to go, not just uh, during the uh, you know, this time of year, but also pretty much all year around. It really is a destination location. As you know, Milton Hersey built this uh, turn of the century uh, with you know for their workers it was a park and then later on it became this fantastic amazing amusement park which was again given back to the city uh, after after Milton Hershey had died and the family had given that back so uh, it's well run it's a great place to go and it's one I highly recommend especially during Peter you still there I'm here okay. sure um, what about Dollywood? Remember good old Dolly Parton? Is Dollywood on any list? Yeah, Dollywood obviously has that as well. Um, it, they're new to the game, uh, but again, these 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 facilities are, are actually. It did make my top ten because they're 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 pretty new, and I've not actually uh, been there to actually talk about it to the point where I can say, yeah, I mean, I can talk about it, but I can't really tell you that it's uh, it's absolutely amazing. What I can tell you is that when you go to Dollywood, again, we're talking about the culture of Pigeon Forge in Tennessee and just uh, the music, and, and you have to understand why you're there. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about uh, uh, entertainment, you know, we're not too far from Nashville, and a lot of the people who are trying to make it in Nashville, this is what they do. They actually, as they moonlight, they actually go to, uh, to Dollywood, and they will entertain you, and they are absolutely amazing. In fact, one of the best places, uh, also Branson, Missouri is another place that comes to mind, uh, Silver Dollar City, where you've got entertainers that are just amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're getting a lot for your, for your dollar there, and it's one. I did want to mention that we, we, we were going through Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween yeah. Party, but I wanted to tell you about the others there. Uh, SeaWorld, which has got the Halloween Spooktacular. Uh, again, that's more for kids, family-friendly, because you know at SeaWorld, you're not going to want to scare your kids to death. They're going to enjoy uh, the, the dolphins and, and the polar bears and, and stuff along those lines. And of course, Legoland, two locations, one in Florida and one over in, uh, I believe that's in uh, San Diego area. Area. Uh, that's also a very, very good place to go. But now, if you want to get scared, Universal Studios uh, Orlando has got the Halloween Horror Nights. Now, this one is probably the scariest out of everyone that I've really? mentioned so far. Okay. Oh, they do this like you would not believe. I mean, I have to get myself psyched to actually walk the streets over at Universal Studios in Orlando because they do an absolutely amazing job of scaring people. And again, you're, you're getting actors, you're getting people who are, who are used to this genre uh, and are doing it um, because they love to do it and have fun. I guess it would just be like those, uh, those uh, what, are, what are they called? You know, the Confederate Army and the Union Army, they dress up and they shoot each other and they have a ball. Oh, you're reenactments. Yeah. Reenactments, yes. yeah. 
I understand that Dollywood has eight roller coasters. And, and what makes a roller coaster scary? Like, how do you rate roller coasters? Well, Dollywood's got some really good ones, uh, some wood coasters. I know they just added a steel coaster there. Uh, the thing that makes a ride really scary or rewritable is the rewritability of a ride. In other words, if you go on a ride and it's rough and your neck hurts and your back hurts and you're, you're feeling lousy and you didn't know that drop was coming, and you didn't, mm-hmm. you, that's a bad ride. If you get something like, for example, and Disney does it the best, even though their rides are not the scariest or the tallest, Expedition Everest, Rock and Roller Coaster, places like that, even the, the mine train, you've got queue lines uh, that are just make it so amazing that when you're walking through the line, you get a story. You're able to, 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 you know, to intertwine mm. with the people that are around you, maybe interact with the ride itself and do stuff along those lines. That's what makes a good ride is when you get stuff like that or you get a ride, for example, that they've got drop coasters that actually hold you in place for 10 seconds straight down 200 feet like you have at Griffin and Shrieker. Shrieker's, I believe, in Tampa, and Griffin is uh, in, uh, in Bush Gardens over in uh, Williamsburg, uh, Virginia. Uh, when you get rides like that, that's what makes a great ride. When you can't wait to get back on that ride again, and you're telling the ride operator, can I just stay on instead of having to run around and go back online again, that's what makes a great ride and rewritability is how you feel when you come off that ride, whether you want to do it again immediately or you're like, no, nope, that's enough, I don't want to do that again. How do they actually test these rides to make sure that everyone is really safe? Because uh, I've heard one of the concerns that people have is, all right, they bring the collar over, it locks in place, but how do you know it's going to stay there? Well, a lot of the rides now have, uh, well, and of course we know about incidents that occurred mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago. There was uh, the woman who unfortunately, uh, uh, her, her lap bar wasn't, wasn't, wasn't properly secured uh, on the, uh, I think that was the uh, Texas Giant down in, Six Flags over tennis, and unfortunately she died. Uh, and there was another incident not too long ago that also occurred. Uh, they've got systems now, back, backups, uh, backup systems and fail-safe systems. In other words, if you're going on one of my favorite rides in the country, and you'll find that at Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio, it's called Millennium Force. It's a 300-foot marvel that pretty much rivals what you have in Toronto uh, with uh, Leviathan. But what they do in these rides and what the manufacturers are doing is not only do you have the actual lap bar that comes down and holds you in securely, but there's also a strap. The strap goes first, and you've got to have a minimum of about a half inch to an inch, depending on the ride, that that strap has. If you just barely make it in there mm-hmm. and the strap only has an eighth of an inch or a or a tenth of an inch, or you just you're not riding. It's got to be at least an inch. In, in, for example, with Millennium Forces, an inch. And if that does not fit with one inch secure of ro- of what I guess of, of, of part of the uh, the actual strap left, uh, you're not even going to go because they're not even going to put the second part, which is the actual lap bar. Wow. Um, and for the old horse collar bars. They sometimes open. There's also a strap now at the bottom of the horse collar that goes directly to the actual seat itself. So if for any reason uh, it breaks, that strap will still be there and hold you securely. So they've gone out of their way to make sure that uh, these rides are, are pretty safe. And like airline travel, you only hear about an incident or an accident uh, very rarely. And when it does, it gets highly publicized. So uh, like the airline industry, you know, the lifeblood of, of any amusement park is dealing on safety. So you have to have that. So I guess uh, anybody listening who's got a pot belly, uh, they're, they're out of luck. Yeah, well, you know what I had to do one time? I, I had my wallet in my pocket, and I uh, was trying to get on Millennium Force, and I couldn't do it. And I literally had to uh, have my wife hold my wallet, which, by the way, is one of those big, fat wallets. It's about maybe three inches in, in depth. Uh, mm-hmm. And I also had to hold my stomach in pretty tightly in order to get on there. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> they're pretty safe on that, and, and they will not let you ride it. I mean, you could wait two hours on this ride. When you get to the line, if you do not fill uh, you know, all the qualifications on this thing, they will not allow you to ride the ride for safety reasons, for safety's sake. See, there's another reason why I will never ride a roller coaster, because I don't want Laura, my wife, holding my wallet. <laughs> there you go. Could be dangerous, more than the mm, ride itself. It'll cost you more than the ride itself, too. <laughs> well, how, do you, how did you get the title of a true-blooded thrill-seeker? Well, uh, I, guess, uh, I guess my wife basically gave me that title 
uh, considering that before I met her, and you know, behind every good man is a fantastic woman. In this case, uh, my wife, who uh, overcame, who made me overcome my fear of not just roller coasters, uh, but also flying. And and she's one of the reasons why I actually, uh, you know, before I met her, I really didn't fly much. And when I did, uh, I really needed some medication in order to get through it. And uh, one day she took me uh, to the Grand Canyon, and we flew the Grand Canyon way back when, when you can ride below the rim. And after I saw that and realized that uh, this is very interesting, I actually ended up overcoming fears. And it's all about overcoming your fear. I had a childhood fear, which I had to overcome, and it was there forever, even though I might not have, you know, and I've done crazy stuff in airplanes, I still had that fear of, uh, of roller coasters. So it's all about overcoming your fear, having a good time. And I think at that point, I once realized, once I realized that, it's, that they're safe, and to have fun and just to relax and know that it's going to be a, a nice experience. That's when you start to get those, uh, you know, those uh, endorphins going. And, and, and that's when you feel that rush. And I think that's when I actually became a thrill ride maniac. By the way, that's the name of a, of a, of a uh, uh, reality show that we're actually uh, shooting. And we just finished shooting that, uh, which would be for, you know, people that love to do thrill rides, not just roller coasters jumping out of airplanes and, you know, you know, uh, I guess riding fast aircraft and so on down the line upside down and, you know, with your hair on fire. So, uh, yeah, that's how I, I, I came about it, basically, and, and I have to thank my wife for doing all that. She drove you to it, huh? She did. She kept calling me a sissy. I had to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to go there, but thank you for sharing that with us. Um, we've got to take another break. <laughs> oh, thank God. We've got to take a break. We'll be back on the other side of this uh, this short break from our sponsors. Our guest this hour is Pete Tribuco. And Exonation, if you'd like to find out more about Pete, if you'd like to buy his books, here's where you go. America's AmericasRollerCoasters.TateAuthor.net It's that plain. It's that simple. And uh, Pete and I will be back on the other side of this break discussing more of what he does. And why he does it. I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of a peace-loving guy at heart. You know, I love watching people on roller coasters. That's as far as it goes. We'll be back on the other side. Don't go away. As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the Exxon Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years, an author of four books, and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune into Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with Spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 
Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming, 24-7-365. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Exonation, you're probably scared out of your out of your socks by now with that music. That's nothing compared to what our guest does. 
His name is Pete Tabuco, and uh, he is, amongst other things, a true-blooded thrill-seeker. Why he does what he does, I have no idea. Why do you do what you do, Pete? To go where no man has gone before. Oh, wait a minute, that's been taken again. Yeah, I can't yeah. use try, that Try one. something else here. <laughs> it, it's actually trying to do things. It eventually, like I said, it, it was overcoming my yeah. fear, which I wanted to do. And then once I did it, I realized it's a lot of fun to do. And you know something, if I can get, uh, I did this uh, down in Virginia Beach once on television on Channel 10 there. Uh, I think it's a CBS affiliate, in which they had this gentleman by the name of Mike Marr who wanted to, uh, he was afraid of roller coasters, and they put him on the morning show. And my job was to actually get him to ride the tallest, fastest dive coaster at 200 feet called Griffin uh, before the show ended. And, of course, uh, in the beginning, he did not want to do that. By the end of the show, we actually got him to ride it three times. And uh, he is now a roller coaster enthusiast himself. Wow. So if I if I got in a room with you, you and I would go over to uh, Canada's Wonderland, and we'd probably ride Leviathan or or Behemoth, and I can uh, overcome your fear as well. Hmm, that sounds like a challenge to me. <laughs> or, or not. <laughs> I've never backed away from a challenge in my life. Ask my wife; she challenges me all the time, and I just say yes, dear. Uh, how long have you been married? Twenty-eight years, and I and I don't oh, forget the date, you. April eleventh. If I do, I'd probably not last as long as I did. Yeah, you know, it is very true with what you said. Behind every successful man is a woman. That is true because they they push us further than we would ever go on our own because we don't want to listen to the nagging. Let's face it, guys. The only reason we do what we're told is we don't want the nagging. You know, like I said to my wife, I said, listen. When I say I'm going to fix something, I will. You don't have to remind me every six months. I'll get to it. Um, what about people who have, on a serious note here, what about people who have uh, heart problems or high blood pressure? Should they stay away from these rides? Well, you know, in my latest book that I'm just coming out, A Personal Guide to the Best Roller Coasters and Water Parks, uh, which will be coming out uh, during the holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually, in fact, in the old book, I also, also talked about it as well. There are safety tips that you want to do, and one of the most important safety tips that I tell anyone to go that's going to, uh, to an amusement park is get checked out by your doctor. Make sure that you don't have a back or neck injury, that you don't, for example, if you're pregnant, uh, or if you have situation, uh, you know, problems with vertigo or, you know, things that, uh, you know, would, uh, would scare you like that to the point where, yeah, you, you might even have a heart attack on board. There have been fatalities uh, at parks where this has happened. Now, 99.9% .9 of the time, if you know that, you don't ride it or you ride a smaller roller coaster or a thrill ride, and mm -hmm. it's fine. There's always that .101% chance that you do have a heart murmur or a heart problem that's not detected and something can happen. But, it is again, uh, the statistics uh, speak for themselves. One in 750 million people, and that's also my book, uh, will actually have a fatality in an amusement park. Uh, and that's, a, that's, a, that's, a pretty, that's like getting hit by lightning like 12 times. Right. So, uh, and, of course, it's much much more dangerous to just drive to the park in your car every day. So, uh, yeah, I would say that that's a medical concern. You should be aware of it. And before you ride, that's because once you're on that ride, mm -hmm. they can't stop it. And it isn't like the old days in the little kiddie rides where they can stop it in the middle and take you off. Something like that going at 70, 80, 90, now 120 miles an hour, uh, these rides have to go through their whole uh, process uh, and, and their whole track before they, uh, before they finish. What's the most uh, G's that a person can pull on one of these roller coasters? Well, the, the, on the roller coasters themselves, now I've actually trained with the astronauts down in Orlando. Uh, actually, not in Orlando, in, at the Johnson Space Center uh, in uh, Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact I can take about six or seven Gs for a certain amount of period, for a limited time of period. These astronauts can take nine, ten, eleven, twelve Gs for sustained minutes. Uh, these rides themselves, uh, like Millennium Force or, uh, or any of the rides that you have in your area, uh, they are probably at a max at five to six Gs. But only for a split second will you reach that. Uh, you will not stay that. You will not be sustained like in an airplane, where you might get four or five Gs 
doing a, a barrel roll followed by an S-turn, followed by a loop-de-loop, um, or, or a high-turn, high-speed turn, where you're going to get sustained Gs of 30 to 40 in 50 seconds. Uh, so it's about five or six Gs, but the good news is it's only for a split second, no more than a second or two that you actually get get that uh, that high G or five times uh, the uh, the weight of your body pressed against you. We call that uh, eyeballs in. And, of course, negative Gs is when you feel like you're falling. That's eyeballs out, which is basically the negative Gs. And really, on a ride, no more than maybe negative two, maybe, at, at any given uh, time. Any of these rides give uh, weightlessness? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the B&M, which is uh, Bolger and Malbiard, they've got the rides in which you actually will go through uh, any type of parabolic arc that you go through. And that's what I did in the airplanes, uh, in the, the Vomit Comet. And, of course, it's a parabolic arc that just continues for 30 seconds. And while you're in that arc, you are weightless. Well, roller coasters uh, have taken from that. And what they do is they've got certain rides that have that arc incorporated. Now, you're only weightless for maybe a second or two. Uh, there's one ride, Superman, uh, which is the ultimate flight uh, at Six Flags Magic Mountain, where it goes up straight up and then it drops you straight down. Uh, one time I had a, a ball in my hand, a little rubber ball, and while we were heading down, I literally just let go of the ball, and the ball stayed in front of me, and I'm batting it back and forth because <laughs> it's zero G for only about maybe five seconds. But at that point, I had to grab the ball and again. But it, you can actually simulate zero gravity for a limited amount of time on these rides. What about other, other parts of the world? Where, in your opinion, is the number one roller coaster ride in all of the world? Well, you have to go to Abu Dhabi. Um, there's a, there's a, a ride called Formula Russo, and it is at Ferrari World. By the way, they're opening up a Ferrari World in the United States. They don't tell you where, but they're going to be opening that up soon. Now, this ride goes inside and outside the uh, the amusement park, and it's, of course, in, in Abu Dhabi. It goes from zero, get this, it goes from zero to 150 miles an hour in two and a half seconds. Whoa. That's faster than getting shot off a catapult or your cat on an aircraft carrier. It's about 10 miles faster without a cockpit, without glass, <laughs> and without an airplane in front of you. Kind of moves the skin on the face a little backwards, doesn't it? Well, you know, if you're a woman and you really want a facelift, <laughs> this will work for a while. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, the time's coming uh, uh, very shortly when you and I have to say so long. First of all, I want to thank you ever so much for coming on. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. I wish you much continued success. God bless you. And, uh, you know, uh, what's your next challenge? What's your next feat uh, that will assure you the, the title of a true-blooded thrill-seeker? What's next for Well, you? my next challenge is getting my daughter through college. No, I'm just kidding. Um, my next challenge is, is obviously going to be, you know, I, I, I did a lot of work with the astronauts. Mm -hmm. I, I, I interviewed about uh, five crews, SDS-124 to 132, was there for the last space shuttle launch. Uh, I would love to get back into being, doing correspondence again uh, with an astronaut program when we have one again. And, of course, Canada would be included because there were a lot of joint ventures that went on there uh, with the space shuttle program. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into doing that. And I've still not uh, gone underwater with these astronauts mm. in these spacesuits. I've done, I've done the, the full motion sims and I've done a bunch of stuff. But I think it would be pretty cool to actually get one of those spacesuits, go underwater and try to, you know, and, and try to fix something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've I've seen those NASA training films, and it's like wow, you know, the best they can do on this planet to give them the outer space um, experience is put them in a deep tank in a in a in, in an astronaut suit. Fascinating. And and that actually came from Buzz Aldrin. You know, uh, he's the one that created that that whole thing so that it would be easier for people to get used to um, zero gravity. You know, we've had we've had so much learning over the years within the last 20 years when it comes to space flights and uh, modern technology and and here you and i are talking about roller coasters and the thrill that people still get for them let our listeners know where they can get a copy of your book my friend well you can get it uh, at of course tate publishing 
uh, online, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, you can also get it uh, at Amazon or any places where books are sold. Uh, uh, the next book will be coming out in November, or just, well, probably November, a little bit later than that. And when that happens, it will be going through the same process. Uh, you can always, always find me on, uh, on the Internet. Don't believe everything you see or hear about me, but uh, uh, you can find me there on, of course, all social media as well. Hey, listen, thanks very much for coming on the show. I have uh, truly enjoyed our hour. Happy Halloween to you and yours. And I look forward to, uh, you know, to having you on the show again and to one day meeting you at Canada's Wonderland. Oh, we're going to do that. That's all on. Right. It's on. We're going to do that. All right. Take care of yourself, <laughs> Pete. And to you and yours, happy Halloween, my friend. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. ExoNation, that was Pete uh, Trabuco. What a great guy. Uh, I love his energy. And once again, if you'd like to get a copy of Pete's book, it's entitled America's Top Roller Coasters and Amusement Parks. Visit americasrollercoasters.com. TateAuthor.net. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to get the listing of all the great programming on the Exome Broadcast Network, simply go to www.xzbn.net and you can also listen to our main feed at that uh, particular address. And once again, that's www.xzbn.net. I'm Rob McConnell. I'll see you on the other side of this break. <laughs> 